Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Set them up and the Spartans will knock them down. That's been the case for almost two full seasons at Missoula Sentinel. Hello, I have Coulter Nuanez. Top-ranked Sentinel Spartans continued their quest for a second consecutive Class AA State Championship, yet another statement win on Friday night. Sentinel won for the seventh straight time this fall, including the fifth time against a ranked team alone this season with a 32-0 win over number three, Helena Capital. That marks the 17th straight victory dating back to the beginning of last season for the Spartans. Adam Jones rushed for three touchdowns and Zach Cruz threw a fourth to senior Easton Ledbetter as Sentinel secured top seed in the West with one game remaining in the regular season. Held a high one for the third week in a row to move back into the top three in the Treasure State Media Poll by dispatching Missoula Big Sky 42-7. Kate Holland scored three total touchdowns as the Bengals moved to 6-2 overall, dropping Big Sky to 2-6. After an 0-4 start, Great Falls High continued its late surge, winning for the fourth week in a row by getting past building senior 23-7. That moves the Bison to 4-2 in Eastern AA play while dropping the Bronx to 3-5 overall. And finally, Billings West kept pace, rolling to a 49-20 win over number five great ball CMR behind a pair of touchdown catches future Bobcat Taco Dowler West is now 6-0 in Eastern AA play and 7-1 overall while the wrestlers are 5-3 after their second straight loss this ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory Now, 1029 ESPN Radio. 
I'm Coulter Nuanez, broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Head on over to nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. You'll find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Right now it's Trucktober. That means as low as 1.99% APR financing on an inventory of trucks of nearly 1,600. And all you have to do is go visit Northwest Motorsport at nwmsrocks.com. You missed anything in the first hour of Nuanez now. Heard from Brooks Nuanez, all things NFL. Heard from Alex Eshelman, all things Montana State Bobcats. And also talk some fantasy football. All that can be found on the Nuanez Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Blackfoot Communications. Welcome in for our ESPN Roundtable, which is our long-form interview each week here on ESPN Missoula. A guy who's been around the state of Montana, been around the western region, and uh, lived a life in college football. He's Mike Bresky. He's the Idaho defensive coordinator, the Vandals. He hosts Montana Saturday afternoon in Moscow. Coach, appreciate you being here. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Uh, just kind of getting out of my funk after our butt-kicking this past weekend up in Cheney. But uh, onward. Uh, to the little uh, Brownstein game, little uh, trophy game coming up. I was talking with Coach Hauk about this yesterday, and, and this is one thing I've learned in my 15 years covering the Big Sky. Something that I th- love about this level, the FCS level of football, is that when you lose, it's not the end of the world. It's not necessarily that you want to lose or you like to lose, but you can lose and still have a lot of things out in front of you. And you mentioned your team fell 71-21 to Eastern Washington on Saturday, but it seems to me that every single team around the country at the FCS level, when you do lose, no matter what the margin, the next week is the most important week because you have a chance to get back on the horse. So let's just start there. I mean, what's it going to take for you guys to get back on the horse, and how important is that to not let the previous weekend's result affect you in the upcoming game? Well, I think it's totally important. Coach Petrino's done a good job. You know, we met Sunday uh, on our typical team meeting um, before we break up and watch the previous game. And, uh, you know, we we got to understand what we did right, what we did wrong, correct things, and, uh kind of flush it after Sunday. Uh, Mondays are the players' day off, and today we get rolling with our first practice uh, for the Grizz, and uh, it's a new game plan, and you just got to get rid of it and uh, get going on the Grizz. Let's talk about your defense as a whole so far. Uh, the, the few games I've been able to check out this year, it looks like you have a very good front seven, and I know that's something you take pride in and that, that's been sort of a staple of yourself as well as Coach Petrino there at Idaho. So just tell me about that element. How much does that just cater to what you do defensively, and what do you like about your front seven on defense? Well, I think we're a veteran group uh, in the front seven. Uh, we've got guys that have played a lot of snaps. Uh, Trey, our Mike linebacker, Trey Walker, uh, you know, is, is an outstanding linebacker, can run, can finish, uh, is the leader uh, of our defense, which is nice to have the linebacker. Uh, the DBs listen to him, the D-line listen to him. But uh, we've got to control the line of scrimmage, and we've got a, a football team that's coming in here this weekend uh, that knows how to run the football. Uh, they're tough guys up front. Uh, Coach Germer does a great job with the O-line, and uh, we've got to be able to uh, contain the run game and uh, get get the Grizz throwing the ball downfield. We mentioned a guy like Chad Drummer, and it's so interesting when you cover the big sky for a while because you see how many 
crossovers there are. I mean, the fraternity that it is in the coaching ranks. Yeah. And there's a lot of crossovers mm-hmm. in this game. Obviously, Idaho and Montana have been rivals forever. But what do you just think of that element? How does that add to a matchup when you are very familiar with the guys that you're coaching against? Well, I think it's it's part of the game. Um, you know, when you're at a, at a place long enough, uh, which I've been here at Idaho now, this is my seventh year, uh, Coach Hauk knows what we're going to do on defense. He may put a couple wrinkles in. We've got a good idea what Montana's going to do offensively. He may put in a few wrinkles there, but uh, you get to know your opponent very well. And, uh, you know, and you know coaches um, on each staff and that type of deal. You know uh, their personalities. Uh, you know how they coach, uh, what they want out of their players. And I think that just adds to it, uh, being familiar with uh, – this coaching staff and, and the programs. Idaho defensive coordinator Mike Bresky joining us here on ESPN Radio. It's our ESPN Roundtable. We do this during the 5 o'clock hour each Wednesday and then again during the noon hour on Thursdays. Montana plays at Idaho in Moscow on Saturday afternoon. And Coach, I know you've been uh, a part of the Montana-Idaho rivalry on both sides, but when it is Montana week at Idaho, I mean, does it feel like a rivalry game around Moscow? Uh, I don't know. It, it feels like it in my office. Uh, <laughs> type of deal. But uh, no, if you, uh, I just, you have so much respect for uh, Montana's football team, uh, their coaching staff, their players, how they play the game. And if you can't get excited about this, uh, uh, you shouldn't be playing football. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be a great game, a physical game on both sides of the ball and uh, see what happens in the fourth quarter. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the matchup because Montana, some good talent skill-wise, but they're now working with a redshirt freshman quarterback for the last couple weeks. So from that element, how does that affect the way you game plan as a defensive coordinator, Coach? Well, I think what we look at is what do we have to stop first? What does Montana do well? Uh, What do we have to address initially? And uh, it's not so much about the quarterback. It's about the run game. Uh, they run the ball very efficiently in 13 personnel when they have their three tight ends in a ball game, 12 personnel, two tight ends, and 11 personnel uh, when they can get into two back or one back scenarios. Uh, they're a power football team. They're an inside zone football team. And if you can't stop their base plays, it's going to be a long afternoon. So that's how we approach it. Um, uh, we know what they like to run, and but you still got to, you know, the game is about blocking, getting off blocks, and tackling. And uh, uh, that's how we approach it. And then, then you kind of work to the back end. Uh, what do they like pass concept-wise uh, on down and distances and, and, and put in your calls. But uh, we have to be able to be physical, match their physicality up front, and uh, do a good job on the run and, and get them behind the, the sticks uh, for some second and longs. Uh, some third and longs, that type of situation. And then that kind of opens up the playbook for the uh, Vandals. You mentioned the three tight end sets that Montana runs. I think that's an interesting fold of their offense. Uh, But, I mean, is there anything that's a – how do you say this? Do do they have any tendencies out of that? Or or what do you think of just the way that they use their three tight end sets? Because it seems like it's a little bit different than a lot of other teams. Yeah, it's uncommon. We don't see a lot of it. Uh, in terms of tendencies, uh, I'm not going to talk about that with you, but uh, 
uh, and I hope you understand that. Oh, I but, totally uh, do. I know I, very, I phrased that wrong. I didn't actually expect you to give me the tendencies, yeah. Coach. I, I more just was asking about the tight ends. Yeah, but, uh, you know, like Cole Grossman, number 11, uh, is a very athletic tight end for him, uh, can get open, can catch the ball, can run the ball. So they present challenges, uh, not just blocking-wise, but also being able to throw the ball out of that 13 personnel group. Uh, so we've got to be on our toes. Uh, we've got to be heads up. We have to have great eyes on our keys, uh, recognizing run versus pass. But uh, they can get, give you different sets. There's a lot of shift, shifting and movement with the tight ends in that personnel group. And, uh, but it still comes down to, you know, we've got to stop the run first. Mike Bresky joining us here on ESPN Radio. It's the ESPN Roundtable. He's the defensive coordinator for the Idaho Vandals. They host the Montana Grizzlies on Saturday afternoon in Moscow. And, Coach, I want to ask you about a couple guys that have been on the staff there for a little while, the defensive side of the ball at Idaho. First, Luther Ellis. I know that he has uh, established a great reputation as an awesome coach after having a great reputation as an awesome player, a longtime NFL player. I know he's had several sons that have gone through the Idaho program that have been outstanding. I know Caden Ellis is still in the NFL, and it's really fun for us at Skyline Sports to track his progress and as one of the, the guys that's still in the league out of the Big Sky Conference. But what do you think that Coach Ellis has brought just to your defensive room and just your defensive mentality? Well, it's not often that you get a former first-round draft choice, uh, you know, coaching your D-line at the FCS level. And, uh, you know, he brings a lot of expertise. I mean, he done it. Uh, he played double-digit years at the NFL. Uh, had a great career at the University of Utah. I still give him heck about not going to Colorado uh, instead of uh, Utah. Funny story with Luther, though. He told me out of high school, I mean, his favorite sport was basketball. And, you know, played football but didn't think much of it. And uh, Utah promised him he could play both sports, football and basketball. CU said only football. So he goes to Utah, and guess what happened? He didn't get to play basketball, and it's just, and he got bigger and bigger and bigger. But uh, heck of a career. His boys, Caden, as you mentioned, played for us here. Outstanding play. And Christian is on the uh, taxi squad with the Philadelphia Eagles, and then Noah uh, is a big nose guard for us. So we've been very fortunate to have three of his sons uh, play for the Vandals. But uh, he just brings an overall calm, uh, a presence. Uh, on the sideline, uh, he's in total control, uh, very uh, religious Christian man, and, and uh, brings that aspect to our football team. But, uh, no, overall, I mean, just a tremendous human being first and uh, a damn good football coach. The other guy I wanted to ask you about who's probably of interest to um, the Montana side of this thing is Vernon Smith, a guy who was a great player at Montana and now has been at Idaho now for a handful of years as the cornerbacks coach there for the Vandals. Uh, But he was an awesome player, especially on that 2001 team that won the national championship. But he was a standout at Montana for several seasons. But uh, from a coaching perspective, how how have you seen him grow as a coach and what do you think of the job he's done there on the back end for you guys? Well, I, you know, I treat him like a son. Uh, I recruited him out of Mission Bay High School uh, down in the San Diego area way back when. Uh, we won't talk about how long ago, but, uh, you know, he, he is a tough guy. He, he plays the position tough. Uh, he's aggressive. Uh, he coaches hard. Uh, the corner's got to be able to take coaching from him. He's, 
uh, exact on his details, uh, always looking for little things, little keys uh, to make us better. But uh, first off, a great competitor, uh, hates to lose, and uh, but he does a great job with our guys. Uh, he understands our passing game uh, mentality on defense, and uh, and we work very well together. We've known each other a long time, kind of the right-hand, left-hand type deal. But uh, great recruiter uh, in the Southern California area. But, uh, no, it's, it's a pleasure to work with him every day. And uh, I just think he brings up his ass, and I know he'll be fired up for this game. Last question on this uh, upcoming matchup for you, Coach. Uh, just what is your overall take on it? I mean, what sort of boost could this be for the Vandals moving forward if you were able to knock off uh, a Montana team that's been ranked in the top ten all year? And, and what will it take for uh, for Idaho to, to take down the Grizzlies? Well, I think it's going to be a very physical, tough game. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think, going to be a blowout of any sense. Uh, I think it's going to come down to uh, – both teams, who makes the less mistakes uh, out on the field, uh, who has more explosive plays, who protects the football, or who can take the football away, uh, things like that, that uh, you don't know when it's going to happen, if it's going to happen, what play it's going to be, whether it's in the first quarter, second quarter, third, or fourth. Um, but I just think it's going to be come down to who's more physical. Uh, is it going to be the Grizz? Is it going to be the Vandals? And uh, and then those other little things that I just talked about uh, that can determine a football game. But I'm looking forward to a great game, excited about it. And uh, it's a late afternoon game here in, in uh, Moscow, I think a 4.35 kickoff time. But uh, it'll be a blast. Mike Presky joining us, Idaho defensive coordinator. The Vandals host Montana Saturday in Moscow at the Kibbe Dome. And, Coach, let's take it back in a little bit. Last week in Missoula, a bunch of guys that you knew pretty well were in town. It was the reunion yeah. for the 2001 National Champion Grizzlies. You were the defensive coordinator on that team. I, it was great seeing Coach Glenn. I mean, his smile is still the same. The moment where he got to wave to the crowd, man, gave me goosebumps. It was pretty cool oh, watching him get acknowledged 20 years after that run. So let's start there. Uh, just the memories of that team overall, specifically with the long time you spent with Coach Glenn. What brings you back? Well, what do you remember the most about that? time i tell you starting off it was a long season uh it was a uh, a crazy season uh we ended up 15 and 1 which is almost like an nfl schedule but uh we started on the road for our first two games uh our second game we had a close loss out at hawaii and then i'll never forget i'm sitting in the office with our staff you know we're game planning for idaho and uh, 9-11 hit and uh, we were watching it on TV, and, and I'm just going, boys, I think we might be in trouble this weekend. Uh, we don't know if we're going to play or not. And they finally made the decision uh, to postpone games. And uh, so we basically had a bye week, and then we got going and got on a roll. Uh, I do remember a two-overtime game against Eastern. A tough, tough game, always with Eastern Washington. But uh, we got on a roll, and, and what was so unique for me as a coach, we wind up with the, the rivalry game, the Grizz-Cat game, uh, in Bozeman uh, in November, and uh, a tough game. We end up winning, close game. And I, it, we're just watching our 
or defense, you know, you play that rival game. You, you just exhaust everything. And you come out with a win, and then we turn around, and we have to get ready for Idaho. Uh, we play them the next week. The game got moved to after that. Everything got pushed back a week, which was still a very important game in terms of seeding for the playoffs and things like that. And that was a hard week of coaching. I'll be up front with you. Uh, just to get your guys back after a big rivalry game and then playing another game, uh, not a playoff game, but uh, a regular season game. And that meant a lot. And I believe that was a two-overtime game. Uh, came down to the wire. And then we got on a roll uh, on the playoffs and finished 15-1, and national champions. And uh, that's something I'm, I certainly will be proud of, being a part of, Coach Glenn's uh, football team, uh, those players, uh, the coaching staff, uh, really everything about the University of Montana uh, and Grizz Nation. It was just, it was an unbelievable year, a strange year, but uh, the guys fought through adversity and, and found a way. And as a coach, you're just so proud of that. Well, I've been doing this. 20-episode podcast series, catching up with a lot of different people from around that program, around the program at the time, around that team, and uh, it's been fun for me because I was 14, 15 years old, a freshman in high school in Missoula when that was going on, and so, you know, interviewing these guys years later, I was telling Yo Humphrey when I was interviewing the other day, I said, when when this was happening 20 years ago, you might as well have been Michael Jordan to me. Like, I I just thought these guys were awesome, but another guy I looked up to so much that I got to catch up with was Vince Huntsberger. I know he's a guy that played safety for you when you were coaching the secondary as well as as the defensive coordinator. And uh, first of all, that guy's mind is unbelievable. He remembered everything, every single thing from that 2001 season. I guess that's why he's a doctor. Uh, But what do you remember about Vince and just uh, the the tenacity he brought to your defense? Well, uh, he was just, he was a coach on the field, if that makes any sense. He, uh, He understood the game plan. He understood what we're trying to do. He got people uh, in position. Uh, he was the quarterback of our defense, and uh, but just played with a great, tremendous level. Loved the game, and every week you knew he was going to show up. And uh, with his ability, and made a lot of plays for us. But uh, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he even got a vote for the Heisman. He did. It's one of the greatest stories from that year. The guy from the Kansas City Star yeah. voted Vince Huntsberger from Libby, Montana for the Heisman. Yeah. Yeah, from Libby, Montana. And, and I know now he's in Coeur d'Alene um, working at the hospital there. And and uh, just a tremendous individual, uh, you know, had all the scholarships, the academic scholarships, but uh, was a tremendous football player for the Grizz and, more importantly, a, a tremendous representative for the Grizz and the University of Montana. On the other, uh, I mean, you guys had a lot of standouts on that team, but the other guy that uh, was good on that team and then went on to be an all-time great was Trey Young as well. I know Trey played a long time after his time at Montana as well, but what do you remember about Trey? Oh, Trey was uh, an individual that I loved blitzing. Uh, he was He had the knack of bringing him from wherever, and he could get off blocks. He had a knack of finding the ball, uh, finding the quarterback, uh, he just could do it. And it's something it's very difficult to teach. Some guys can do it, some guys can't. But Trey was, again, 
uh, a competitor, and and we had a bunch of those guys, and they they gelled. They had a great chemistry, uh, offense, defense. There was no pointing fingers either direction. Our special teams, uh, we had a great kicker. Uh, it was just a, a tremendous football team uh, that knew how to play together, knew how to play off of each other, offense, defense, and special teams, and always found a way to win. And kept up through the long weeks, uh, the long fall, you know, the September, October, November into December. I mean, it was a long year. And then kept that mentality week after week of that lunch bucket mentality of let's go to work, let's get better, and let's have fun on a Saturday. Well, certainly an awesome moment in time and phenomenal memories. Mike Bresky joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable. He's the defensive coordinator for the Idaho Vandals and once once upon a time the defensive coordinator for the 2001 National Champion Grizzlies. And, Coach, we appreciate you taking time. I know it's a busy week. I know you have a busy schedule. But thanks so much for being with us here, and best of luck on Saturday with the Grizzlies coming to the Kibbe Dome. All right. Thank you for everything. And I really appreciate the uh, opportunity to talk about that 2001 team, a very special team in, in the athletics of uh, the University of Montana and will never be forgotten. So they never be forgotten. Appreciate Coach Presky for sharing those sentiments with us. Great storyteller, man. Awesome having Coach Presky on. Also, full circle, sort of, because he was the deep coordinator and the secondary coach. 2010, 2011, my brother was still playing for the Grizz, so they got to know each other a little bit as a prominent influence on my brother's life when he was playing for the Grizz. So, uh, cool to have Mike Bresky back around on the show. Chase Lewis, he'll be getting done with practice here momentarily. He's our Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors, number 37 for the Grizzlies. will join us right here on ESPN Radio right after this. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. What up, what up? Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, Montana. Thanks so much for riding with us here on your Wednesday. Hope you're having a great afternoon into your evening. You're listening to Nuanas Now on 1029 ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching in SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're on the YouTube. Whatever way you're consuming the show, we appreciate you being here. Football is all about strategy. So I had to get a little strategy going myself. We've been doing these uh, Grizz Star of the Week each week interviewing Grizz football players right after they get done with practice. And uh, I was thinking to myself, 
All right. Which guys stay late after practice? The receivers are on the jugs machine. I know a lot of guys do a lot of extra work, but I was thinking to myself, okay, I need to start going after guys that aren't on the jugs machine, guys that uh, don't necessarily touch the ball as much. So that plus the fact that this young man is playing outstanding football right now helps us welcome in Jace Lewis from the University of Montana football team. He's number 37. He's a senior linebacker for the Grizz. And Jace, thanks so much for being with us, my man. How was practice today? How you feeling? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, practice went well today. I mean, nice, beautiful fall day in Missoula, but got some things cleaned up, got a lot of plays in today, and, and just looking forward to Saturday. Bobby Howick, Montana head coach, is always talking about getting things cleaned up, always wants to be uh, closer to perfect, like he always says. We've never played a perfect game, and I can't wait the day that we do. Uh, but from that, from your perspective, I mean, is it ever tedious, uh, the attention to detail? It seems like you guys love it. So how did you sort of learn that love of, of you know, meeting high expectations like Coach Houck and his staff sets? Yeah, I think I think there's just a just an unwritten standard around here. I mean, you, I mean, you're just pushed and and uh, expected to be great every 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 snap and and every game. So I mean, you never want to let anybody anybody down. So you go into every game with with that preparation of I want to be the best on the field. I want to be the, do my one eleventh for the team, and you just prepare like that. And especially in the linebacker room. I mean, we just we just strive to push each other in the weight room and on the field. So it's it's a pretty close group we got here. Well, this week brings forth a rivalry game. I know in the Big Sky, there's a lot of rivalry games, especially when you play at Montana, because everybody yeah. thinks Montana's their rival. Uh, but you guys already endured one under, under the lights over in Cheney a few weeks ago, and now you got another one: the battle for the Little Brown Stein at the Kibbe Dome on Saturday. Uh, I guess evening local time here. Uh, when you hear Idaho, what, what's that mean to you? What do you think of just the, the rivalry with the Vandals? I just think I just think it goes way back. I mean, the, the little the trophy we get. I mean, it's it's a cool thing. I know it means a lot to Coach Halk and the rest of us. And it's just another game, though, for us. I mean, we 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 treat every game the same. And I mean, these games, every game I think is is is, is a is a big game for us because, like you said, everybody wants to beat us. Everyone wants to beat the Grizzlies. So I think you just got to treat it as a just another game. Well, Coach Elk always talks about how a lot of times you learn a little bit more after a loss than maybe you learn after a win. And I know you guys are coming off a loss last Saturday at home. You definitely got to put that one behind you. But what, what do you th- what do you think you learned from last week moving forward? What can you take from Sacramento State game uh, moving forward down to the stretch run of the season? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody likes to lose so I, on our team. So, I mean, it, it leaves a bad taste in our mouth and it motivates us just to come out and be better the next week. And, I mean, we do have some stuff to clean up from that game to, to go into this game. So, I mean, we just kind of – we went in the uh, meeting rooms on Monday and got it cleaned up, and, and now we're here. Chase Lewis joining us. It's our Grizz Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. Bob Ward's – their ski leasing program still going. You got until the end of November. Want to lease some skis? It's a great way to get into some good sticks for the winter. Maybe not have to pay full price. And guess what? You ski on them for the winter, then you return them. A pretty good deal. So, go check out Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. If you're looking – for some skis for this upcoming winter. I got a feeling it's going to be a good one. Uh, Jace, you mentioned just cleaning some stuff up. In your evaluation right now, first let's start with the, the positives. What is the, the what are the things that the Montana defense is doing most effectively right now? I mean, I think you see it every Saturday. We play with, we, there's 11, 11 people on the ball every play. We're frantic. I mean, we play with a lot of aggression and, and anger. So, I mean, those are the things that we're, that we're, that are preached here and, and things that we, uh, endure as players and, and strive to be that player. 
Well, those things are the things that I love watching about the Grizz. It's the most fun thing in football to watch, I think, is defensive guys flying around, running the ball. I think a lot of Missoula agrees with me, though, because you guys got 25, 26,000 people that are cheering you on pretty hard. But playing defense at Washington Grizzly Stadium, that must be a thrill. I mean, when you get rewarded with that sort of adulation after you do run to the ball and make a big hit, must feel pretty good, especially as a Montana guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, even growing up, you know, you come to the games as a little kid, and you're like on those third downs. And when it seems loud, I remember the NDSU game when I was in high school. I mean, you just dream of being down on the field while the, all those all those crazy fans are yelling at you. And, and to make it a, a dream come true in reality, I mean, the third downs, it's unreal. And that place gets rocking, and you can barely even – you can get the calls from the safeties, and you're just you're just trying to scream, get the calls in. And, and it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's special, and there's nothing to describe it. You just have to experience it. You mentioned uh, just the fact that you guys are playing with this ferocity, running the ball, the aggression, the anger. How do you cultivate that mentality collectively, though? It seems like a challenge enough to do it yourself, but to do it as a group. And you guys are playing a lot of guys on defense, too. A lot of guys getting snaps and playing really well for the Montana defense. So collectively, how do you hone this this similar mentality of you know running the ball like you guys do and hitting people like you do? Yeah, I think it's just a, it, it's it's just you learn it. I mean, we we preach it every day, and I mean, if you're not if you're not held to that expectation every day, you'll you'll be yelled at, you'll be coached hard about it, and and then you'll you'll strive to be better about it. I mean, it's just something that you learn to do, and and then once you once you start doing it, you don't even have to think about running to the ball. I mean, giving your effort, playing angry, it just it just comes with the game, and how it's taught. Chase Lewis, Grizz linebacker, number 37, joining us here on Duanez Now. It's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Chase, I want to ask you about a couple of the guys that are playing next to you. First, let's start with Marcus Wellendale. He's been our Grizz star of the week once before because he had an outstanding start to his yeah. junior season. Uh, I know he's a guy that's been sort of waiting in the wings, but he's really burst onto the scene this year as a, one of the better linebackers in the Big Sky Conference. So where have you seen Marcus improve and grow? Yeah, I mean, it's just cool playing against Mark or with Marcus because he's just up the road from me in my hometown, pretty miles. But no, I mean Marcus is a smart player. His IQ for football is unreal. I always tell him I'm like, I'm like you're you're my brain out here. You tell me you're telling me the calls. So so I mean no no he's he's improved a lot and he's been ready since day one. I mean he's, he's had a great start to his year and I couldn't be more proud of him. And how about Patrick O'Connell? I I think the story of Patty O'Connell is yeah. as good as anybody on the team, man. Goes to play baseball in North Dakota, still wants to play football, always dreamed about playing for the Grizz, bets on himself, and now here a couple years later, he's one of the dominant forces in the FCS. And so, uh, two-part question. I mean, what do you think of just his journey, his perseverance to get to this point? But also, you also must pl- love playing with a guy like that because that dude, he brings the thunder almost every Saturday. Yeah, Patty O.C., I love the kid. I mean, He's he's I, he's probably one of the best athletes on our team. I mean, he can do it all. Weight room, he lifts the house on the field. He's just a freak. He has the motor he has is unreal. But no, he's he's having an outstanding year. And I mean, playing with him and Marcus, it's, it's special to me because we're all from Montana and and we all get along so well. And yeah, he's he's tearing it up this year, and I couldn't be more proud of him either. I mean, it's just it's fun to be out there with the energy us three and the rest of the defense bring and play together. Well, he definitely looked uh, all the parts of a speed guy when he had that ball in his hands against Cal Poly. It's too bad that thing got called back, but he looked like he should. I know you guys have some depth going on at running back right now. I was thinking, man, maybe put 58 back there. He looked like he could handle it with the rock in his hand. Honestly, though. No, but it's cool. It's cool, though, his journey playing baseball and then and football there and then transferring here. I mean, it's, it's special to him. I know. I know it means a lot to him, too. 
Well, how about your journey? I, I know that you come, like you mentioned, from a Class B school there uh, at Townsend and uh, rise through the ranks, and now here you are, a multiple-time all-conference player, wearing number 37 for the Grizzlies. So what's been the most rewarding part for you, Jace Lewis? Well, I mean, what, what has been uh, the, the part you, you've loved the most about this, this journey to get to be a guy that uh, people will remember mostly because of your number but also because of your play? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it's it's a special journey for me. I mean, coming in as a walk-on, I think I think that's what's meant the most to me. Is I came in as a walk-on, I had to work for everything that I that I got here, and I mean, nothing was given to me, so I just came in with my head down and I worked my butt off the whole time I was here. So I think, and then to be rewarded with everything else is just a a payoff. And I mean, I wouldn't be here without Coach Bear and a lot of other people in my life too. So I mean, it, I mean, it's just special to be here where I'm at today. We'll talk a little bit about this game on Saturday. Jace Lewis, Grizzly senior linebacker, joining us here on Nuanas. Now you guys head to Moscow. I know it's a rivalry game. I know it's a big game, given the scope of the season and where you guys are at within it. But also, Idaho, a tough opponent. So what's your general scout on Idaho, and uh, what do you think of just the Vandals, particularly what they bring on offense? Yeah, they're a well-coached team. I mean, they're big up front. They have a lot of good skilled possessions, and we're just going to have to read our keys and, and do, our, do our thing on Saturday. I mean, they do a lot of things well, and we're practicing what we what we have to do and getting ready for them. I know they have played a variety of quarterbacks. I know it's kind of up in the air who they might play, but they do have a couple guys that are runners, including Zach Borish, who's been kind of the guy the last couple weeks, and he's very, very run-heavy in what he does. So not necessarily a prediction on who they're going to play at quarterback, but more just, Jace, how does a running quarterback, especially a guy that maybe runs a ton of zone read stuff, how does that affect the way you prepare and execute defensively? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just comes down to uh, just reading your keys. Uh, you just gotta have good eyes and, and read your keys and get to the ball. I mean, it, I mean, it's just essentially another running back back there, and it does it does change it up a little bit for us. But it's just nothing we haven't seen like this last week. I mean, we saw two quarterbacks, but no, it'll be good though. Well, Jason, we appreciate you taking some time. I know you just got down to practice. Hopefully, it's not too cold or chilly out there for you yet. Uh, but I know you guys are tough. You can handle. But best of luck on Saturday as you head to the Kibbe Dome, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. Jace Lewis, Rodwater County High School, Towns of Montana's finest. Great kid, man. I shouldn't even call him a kid. These guys aren't kids anymore. These guys are men, especially these guys that got COVID years. These guys are almost as old as producer Andrew, man. Uh, unbelievable. But, but Jace is a great story. Talk about having, I don't want to say pressure, but a lot of weight on your shoulders taking over the number 37 jersey from a guy that I know that made an impact on a lot of people around Western Montana, the state of Montana, and Jesse Sims. And uh, Jace is one of his great friends. So the honor to get to follow behind Jesse Sims after he tragically passed away last spring. I know that comes with a lot of emotion, but Jace Lewis is doing it about as well as anybody could do it. So congratulations to him. We appreciate him joining us here for our Grizz Star of the Week. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Grizz Star of the Week is presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. You a hunter? I think most of you out there are. That's why you live in Montana, right? Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors has one of the best hunting sections you're going to find anywhere in the Treasure State. So go check out Bob Ward's. They also have expert employees that can help you find whatever you might need for your hunting expedition, your skiing trip, whatever. Head on over to Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Also proud supporter of Grizz Football and proud presenter of our Grizz Star of the Week. Take a step outside the college ranks, but a Grizz tie here. And by tie, all pun intended. 
new basketball coach for the Missoula Big Sky Girls. Jace Henderson, speaking of Jesse Sims, unfortunately, I didn't even mean to tie those ones together, but the, this is the web that we weave in Montana where we're all so close and it's such a tight-knit community, and uh, it's one of the best parts about it. But Jace Henderson was engaged to be married to Jesse Sims, and she was then uh, supposed to be the Big Sky Girls basketball coach, but Jace has decided instead to pursue some professional opportunities. So the former Lady Grizz basketball player will go to Puerto Rico to play, and hopefully that is as fun and healing and freeing for her as an experience can be because she's been on this show many times. She's one of the most gracious and kind athletes and then coaches that I had a pleasure of being around. And so hopefully that's a wonderful experience for her. But then that left a void from Azula Big Sky's girls basketball team. Well, or my good friends, Ty Hobbs, the new Missoula Big Sky Girls basketball coach. So congratulations to Hobbs. He's uh, he's one of a kind, man. Love Hobbs. He hits the golf ball as far as almost any person I've ever seen. It's hilarious to play golf with him because sometimes he's hitting it to the fringe and sometimes he's hitting it over the fence. And either way, it's a show every time. But he's a former defensive tackle for the University of Montana. He was a great player, all Big Sky performer uh, in the late 2000s and early 2010s and uh he was a guy who was one of the older guys on the team when my brother was playing and he definitely took my brother under his wing and was very very kind and showed my brother the ropes and uh, that's how we got to be good buddies and uh so congratulations to ty it's very cool he has a lot of experience coaching high school hoops it's funny because ty house was a phenomenal high school basketball player people think you know defensive tackle okay maybe he's a wrestler no no this dude was I think he was the Inland Empire MVP or maybe the Greater Spokane League. I don't remember which league he played in, but he's from Spokane. And he was certainly the MVP of that league and one of, you know, he's an all-state player at, at the 4 or 5A level in Washington. So, dude can hoop. I remember playing the the uh, intramurals teams that he was be a part of when we were in college. And you can walk guard Ty Haas on the blocks. He's got a lot of basketball experience. He spent some time at Stevensville. He's coached a big sky before, uh, both basketball and football, and he's also coached uh, Amazon Sentinel most recently as well. So great hire by Big Sky, and we'll get Ty in here to talk all about his new challenge as the head coach of Missoula Big Sky. But congratulations to a guy who's a good friend of mine. I know will be a great member of the Missoula Prep Sports and Montana in general prep sports community. Finish taking you home here on a Wednesday. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. like the state of society as as impactfully as it used to? I don't know. Maybe that's a debate for Friday when Rajim's in here because I do think the music is always going to be huge in culture and everything, but 
for this, this moment in time, like from when rock and roll first burst on the scene in the late 50s, early 60s, through then like the early 2000s, there's these moments in time that fundamentally changed the fabric of American society. Like Eminem fundamentally changed the fabric of American society. There's some athletes that did too. I mean, Michael Jordan, I, some would argue Allen Iverson, uh, and certainly, uh, but just, just these moments in time, particularly when it comes to hip hop, rap, the infiltration of maybe some more edgy and or controversial music, somebody like Eminem, who is a white rapper from Detroit, who is spitting like some of the great MCs of all time. I would combine with the fact that he's just an outrageous character who was so prolific and so controversial. I don't know. I just, I wonder if we're going to have those moments in time or those transcendent figures that really do just change society as it were. But, uh, Love bringing you back a little Marshall Mathers LP, a little Eminem for you here on a Wednesday. It is Nuanas now. One-stop shop for all things music reviews and also talking a little sports from time to time around here. Appreciate you being with us here on your Wednesday. A uh, little memo for tomorrow. We will have all three of the Missoula High School coaches on for our Garden City Spotlight because all three of them play tomorrow. So last day of the regular season this weekend, some schools playing Thursday, some schools playing Friday. That's probably partially because of travel and also partially because of uh, officials and the officiating shortage. I've already given my soapbox speech about this a million times, uh, so I'll save you for now only because we're running out of time. I'm going to give it again because we need more officials, period. Uh, quick update from the state soccer tournament as well. Bozeman 10 to nothing over Great Falls CMR yesterday. Uh, Missoula Sentinel got past Helena High. This is on the boys' side, by the way. Capital beat Butte 4-1, or 4-0, excuse me, and Billings West beat Great Falls High. Uh, 2 to nothing. and on the girls' side in Class AA, uh, the playoffs got started to yesterday as well. And uh, Missoula Sentinel moved into the second round with a 6-0 win over Kalispell Flathead. Helena Capital beat Glacier 3-2. Billings West 7-0 over Great Falls. And uh, Helena, 10-0 over Butte. There's some other games we'll catch you up on later on. Missing thing in this show, fun show today, Brooks Nuanez, Alex Eshelman, Mike Bresky, and Jace Lewis all joined us. That's, uh, if you're counting, our NFL insider, our Montana State insider, Idaho's defensive coordinator, and the Grizz, number 37. You can find all those interviews, all that content, this entire show, on the Nuanez Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the Wing Game at Wyndham Hotel, and Sports Bet Montana coming back at you tomorrow. We'll have some Garden City Spotlight. We'll have some Rob Fennessy, Idaho State head coach, some Trey Walker, Idaho All-American linebacker, Tanner Klumpf, outstanding runner from Missoula Sentinel, and much more. That'll happen at, beginning at 4 p.m. right here on ESPN Missoula. In the meantime, have a, yourself a wonderful evening. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore 
live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.